Yeah, he said for the money, they're really good. He's like, it's not like it's the best chair ever, but they're also, you know. All right, I think we're ready to go. Let's see if this works. If not, we'll just have a great conversation. When you bring a finance guy, a school principal, and a lawyer together, three people who could never be wrong because they are the three Wright brothers. Oh, and guys, don't suck. Good morning, everybody out there. Three Wright brothers back at you. Trying to get healthy is what we've been talking about. Um, you know, right after Christmas, started this podcast back up. I don't know if it's a good idea, but we're doing it. Um, just trying to get healthy. Three of us, and I let them speak for themselves. I should speak just for myself. Kind of, uh, it's a yearly kind of thing for us. Is we get really, really healthy, and then we kind of let ourselves go. And uh, well, for, I'll speak for myself. This is as bad as it's ever been. So after Christmas, started the podcast up. Decided. Uh, what we're going to do with this thing, we decided, you know, let's make it into a competition of uh, who can get healthy or lose weight loss, exercise, eating right, all those great things. Brian Kevin are joining here this morning, um, looking for an update. So I don't know, Brian, how you doing? Kevin, how you doing? Uh, you guys got an update on how uh, it's been going for you? Sounds like you could have like pivoted and had a career morning radio when you do that. <laughs> Maybe all three of us could have. <laughs> all yeah, right, no, Kevin, we, you go we, first. I, I'm just trying because, to. Like, yeah, I'm trying to. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with Brian because I think Brian's playing a very Brian game, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so um, we'll start with the blood pressure, right? Because I think last time we talked, we were talking about how messed up my blood pressure was. And yeah. it probably was even a little bit worse than I let on. Um, yeah, so... So the good news, it's in order, but the journey to get there has been even more kind of surprising than I thought. Hang on a second. So So just so kind of reflect everybody's memory here, you say it was worse than you let on. You said it was like 180 over like 110. How could it get worse than that? Well, just the numbers could be higher than that. I, I don't. I don't know exactly what it was, but as I've been kind of monitoring my blood pressure every single day and kind of researching blood pressure, just based on you know awareness i was like oh this is was not good at all it's probably good that i went to the doctor when i did so so it was really bad so what they had done when i first went is they had doubled my blood pressure medication that i had been on um and so we had done that for about a week and i i used my chart which people are probably familiar with and kind of talking back and forth to my doctor and it got down to about one 30 over it was below 100 the lower number but it was above 90 so let's say like 94 so he's like all right let's add a water pill so that i had the blood pressure and then they added a water pill and then it went down another step so it went down to like probably 120 um over like still 90 like trying to get underneath that lower number under the 90 mark just was really really hard and so then they just like this week added another drug. So now I've, I'm on three blood Jeez. pressure drugs at the same time. And now I'm done. I took it before we started here and it was, let me, let me just confirm. I can pull it up. Um, it is finally in the normal range. So I was 111 over 74. So the good news is I'm in the normal range. The kind of shocking part is it took three blood pressure medications daily for me to get there. And 111 over 74 seems to me that's a little low. No. Uh, if I'm looking at the guidelines, it just says normal is less than 120 on your systolic. 
and then less than 80 on your was it diastolic um, so what are you taking yeah i knew you were going to ask me that so i took a picture of my lovely um meds so let me pull that up so i'm taking 40 milligrams of lisinopril so prior to going wow. to the doctor i was on 20 grams of lisinopril and then i went to 40 which 40 was the max you could do yeah so uh, well and i'll wait to update it but i'd take that too and i was on 10 grams and um and well i mean my so i went to a doctor me- doctor doubled it too so i'm on 20 now well i'm not on it yet yeah, it's yeah. coming. So then they also put me on 25 milligrams of, I don't even know, a biazide, which is a water pill, I think, essentially. And I had been on that since probably uh, the Christmas week. And then they just added, I think this is a lower dose, but I'm not sure, a five milligrams of bacillate. I don't know. That's a new one for me. So, so yeah, so I'm on three meds to get the blood pressure down to where it should be. And then, so here's the other thing I would talk about it. So, <laughs> which you're going to be like, no shit, Kevin, I can tell like a pretty significant difference by the way that I was feeling, you know, where the way I'm feeling now versus the way I was feeling before. Yeah. So Just, talk, about, talk about that. I'm super interested to hear. So that's where I kind of was like, oh, my blood pressure was really probably at a critical stage is, you know, kind of going into it. I was getting headaches and I was getting tension headaches in the back of my head. Not like every single day, but enough. Um, I'll say that I felt like I was (laughs) more irritable, more triggered than I normally would um, be. And I don't know if that's a sign of blood pressure, but I do feel generally more calm than I than I was probably going into it um, where my blood pressure was just, you know, through the roof, but I, I can feel it. I, you know, I sleep better um, <laughs> and we can talk about the weight. Well, that makes next, sense. But... Yeah. That makes sense though. I mean, if you get your... so that's the blood pressure. So, so, okay. So we got that in line and you guys can update your blood pressure too. Then we got to the weight thing. So we started this on January 1st, January 1st, I weighed in at two thirty five. Um, I've been updating it so you guys can see it, although not everybody has been. Um, and this morning I weighed in at, let's see, I think it was 221. It's on the app. You guys should be able to see, but, um, so talk about the app. We decided 221. Yeah. So there's two apps. So 221.6. So, so I went from 235 to 221.6 since January 1st. Um, we use the health app because I know all of us have Apple devices and watches. So that tracks our activity, but then we share it through there. Mm. And then we also have, um, strive, which is the competition app that I think one of you guys put out there, which also tracks our um, progress. And I know Casey, you've been updating it there and I've been updating it there. I think Brian updated it today. Um, so from a weight perspective, although Brian was talking shit yesterday, um, I made some pretty good progress. Um, you know, towards a goal. And it also, you know how, and this is for everyone who's right. It's just, when you put on a pair of pants and they fit better, it's just a good feeling. <laughs> um, so like, I don't update anything. Like I just, you know, do you have a, do you have a scale that automatically connects to your phone yeah. and yeah. You, you don't have it updating the apps? So it just automatically does it. I guess it updates. So what I, fi- what I, what I figured out is when you wait, when I weigh myself on my scale, it'll update my Apple app, Apple health app. But then yeah. when you go into the strive app, you have to go into the measurement and then you have to click a button to say update. So it'll pull in the data. All right. So how do you mm-hmm. do that? 
happens. I don't. How do you do that? So when I went to the Strive app, yeah. this does not make for a you know exciting podcast, guys. But um, <laughs> no, it's not about the, exciting. It's about when I went to the Strive app under yeah. me, and yeah. then I go under the measurement part, which is the um, the yeah. one that looks like the graph yeah. at the bottom. Then you look at the top. You see where it says weigh in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. when I click on that, that will pull in my weight from the health app. And I just say, say acknowledge, confirm. Oh, gotcha. So it looks like I started at 235. I'm down to 221. So I've lost 13.8 pounds. So that's where I'm at as far as exercise. So let's define, well, well, we'll wait and talk about what we've done to get there. But who wants to go next, Brian, you? Because we certainly don't know what you've been doing because none of the stuff updates. Well, that's just I'm not doing anything. So I don't really wear my Apple Watch that often anymore. As a case, you can appreciate this. I think the Apple Watch is bad luck. It's got bad juju. So oh, I don't gosh. I don't wear it in the morning. Like if I if I feel like this, this today is going to be trouble, I won't put it on. You are two of the most superstitious people I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah don't put that out there because I kind of <laughs> wear my Apple Watch. I don't want to. I don't even think about it. But now every time I put it on, I'm thinking, oh my god. So Brian, yeah. where, so what? So so have you? I don't remember where you were from a blood pressure or from a doctor perspective, but where are you from that or a weight perspective? Well, I don't. I mean, I haven't taken my blood pressure, so I don't know. Um, it did work? Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm hustling you guys. I'm going to come in in the end and just blow you guys all away. Yeah, yeah that's so that's what, Brian. It's not hustling <laughs> when we know you're going to do that. So. Yeah. We've already assumed. I like to do that stuff. He's like, oh, you know, I'm busy. You know, I work all the sucker time. Sucker in you. Yeah, but I want to kind of like set some ground rules or do some calling out here. Like, here's the deal. This is just what I believe. If we're going to do this and be successful, right, you got to have to make a commitment, right? It, it can't be one of those things where it's like halfway. And listen, I'm talking from a, somebody that has not been exceptional at this, and I can talk about what I've done so far, but. I feel like we have to set some ground rules and stick to them, and I I think you're 100 percent right. The Brian Wright I know, is, I'm calling bullshit. Like you will just stop eating for like three weeks and yeah. live on water, and then win. Mm-hmm. But I don't think. I mean, ah, let's kind of have a grown up conversation a little bit. Like that is not the way to do this. That's not the whole point of what we're trying to do here, right? So, and you know, you I think you probably would say to me. At, in this conversation is you're just too damn busy right you got too much going on works too overwhelming um you know fill in the blank or whatever it is which is all true i mean all that i'm not saying that that's not true i just think that if we're going to continue to do this and I, and I think we should then all right podcast every week you can't buy out at the last minute and if you bow out at the last minute, we're going to go on without you and talk about you the whole time. Yeah, we're going to talk crap about you. Royally. I can't wait. You so, guys didn't do but, that last week or the week before. No, no, we're going I know to. We should have. Well, we're going to. We would yeah, have. Yeah, we're going to. We're, we're well. I figured let's get everything out on the table. That way, when it happens, you're like, well, they told me they were going to do that. Um, so yeah, so let's go back to Brian. Where are you? Like, you've lost weight because you were talking yeah. shit yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I just so before. so clearly you're participating on some level. I think there's this level of intentionality. Like, do you really, you know, just watching what you ate? So, like, I lost about six pounds. Um, I, so wasn't, I didn't realize how that. high so you guys you, started. If you lost six pounds, are you just, like, cutting calories and, like, yeah. or are you doing something different? Just try to eat, mix in some salads, right? And so stop, you know, eating all the chips. Like, you told me this. 
was it last week that you stopped eating the sugar? Yeah. Well, that's because I was also borderline diabetic. So that was the other part of it too. So I was like, shit. And stop drinking soda, even like diet soda. So I, that's basically what I did. Okay. Well, I've not that, done anything else but that. Well, mom said she could tell you lost weight, so that can make you feel better. The last time you saw. Her. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Think Which that made me go that that he's doing that stealth thing again, where he's not yeah. telling anybody what he's doing, and he's just not eating. And then you know, Brian has conspiracy theories where like you don't need food to live; it's just a really strong addiction. No, you well, just need that, calories. That's the next. That's the next thing I want to talk about. And listen, I hate throwing this on there. Is I think we need some professional help here. <laughs> like, I think. Well, well before I, we get to that, Casey, well, where I, are you? Uh, well, so you know, I I think Brian uh, teased this up a little bit. I started really high, probably the highest I've been in years. But I knew it was high when I took my first. Um, I, this might be even cheating too, because when I when I got that scale and took the first scale, I took my weight at night. I also was wearing you know clothes. It wasn't first thing in the morning, so that was going to be the highest. I was like 142 or 242, which is the highest I've been. I don't know. I don't even know. Really high for me. And then, so it was easy to cut weight really fast because one, I start weighing myself in the morning. I'm, I, I do. One thing I do do, I exercise every day. Like I go to the gym and get on the elliptical every day, but the, the elliptical is kind of like the fat machine. Like anybody mm. can do the elliptical. Like when I watch people do the elliptical, they look just like me. <laughs> they're just all overweight it, but when you see people running down the street they're all skinny so what does that tell you right like he should run um, yeah i'm all for that right and so i guess my point so what am i down to now i think i'm down to like uh 229 but you know a healthy weight for me well a healthy weight is somewhere closer to 200 but uh, like a livable weight where my body wants to be right the default is probably somewhere around 225 Without doing much, I would say I would probably somewhere be somewhere around that there. Um, and so that gets to, oh, so a couple things update. So that's the way. I also had a doctor's appointment. Remember, commitment, we were going to do a doctor's mm-hmm. appointment. So I went to the doctor. Blood pressure was uh, 140-something over, like 145 over 90 to 100. So it's high. Um, it, it's high for a couple of reasons. It's high and concerningly high because I'm on Liposaur. I think it's Liposaur. Liposaur? Uh, two, just like Lysin- you come. Lisinopril. Lisinopril. I think that must be it. And uh, not even close, but that was what I'm going to go with. <laughs> um, and I, I was only 10 milligrams, so they doubled that. Um, but it hasn't come in the mail because I do it, the, the, it delivers in the mail. So I've just been doubling up the medication. I don't necessarily take my blood pressure. I have a machine here or a thing that will do it. I just haven't done it and see if that's gotten better. Um exercise that's you know fine I, I can do i can go on the elliptical i just is lazy i should be doing more than that i should be out like all i need to do is get out and run and exercise and eat better um eat better so what about the food part what have you been doing or haven't you been doing so eating a cake yeah <laughs> so well dog, obviously whatever that cake was well, I don't think yesterday counts very well because it, Brian, it was Brian. Because, oh, by the way, yeah, it was both of your birthdays. Yeah, it was so our I birthdays. Birthday 46. But. We're 46. So, um, and I had cake. Marlena made a bunch of cupcakes, which I should talk about because uh, I'll tell you what I asked for my birthday present. It wasn't the dog. I actually asked for something, a Roy Brother birthday present. You'll appreciate what I asked for. Um, and so I had a, a cupcake. Let me tell you why I asked for cupcakes. So, Marlena's like, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I want this theory. To spread across the world. And no, she's geez. like, what are you talking about? I said, listen, as COVID taught us one thing, it's this. 
blowing birthday candles out on a birthday cake is disgusting. <laughs> I yeah, don't know why gross. anybody does that. Like, why do we do that? And here's the thing. I sit there, and and I, I shouldn't say this because I'm sure people listen to this, and we, they go to birthdays, and they see this, and I watch <laughs> it completely disgusted, and then they're like, you want a bir- piece of birthday cake? And you're like, yeah. no, no, I don't. <laughs> But I, I had this kind of internal struggle because I, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I want, I don't want to like make someone feel bad. I don't eat their birthday cake, but they just blew all over that birthday cake. <laughs> I want no part of that. So she's like, "What do you want for your birthday?" I said, "All right, this is what I want. I want cupcakes, but it's not enough to have cupcakes because I will still blow out the candle on my cupcake." But yeah. during her parents are coming over, right? So her parents came over during the thing where we sing happy birthday and we sing this Polish song and I blow them out. You have to bring up, you or Ellie, how disgusting it is to blow on the birthday cakes. Because what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to get this, we're going to try to start a movement of people stop blowing on birthday cakes for happy birthday. And we got to start small. So we're going to start with her parents and then I will kind of, challenge them that hey, at every birthday now you have to have a birthday cake with a candle on it so someone can blow on it so we can eat the rest of the birthday cake well i can tell you that all five people that listen to this podcast now are at least gonna think about this i'm telling conversation you yeah. every time happy birthday, birthday to birthday me party happy birthday to me i'm telling you what do you want i want to change the world one birthday cake at a time <laughs> All right, so yeah, I had yesterday Marlena made a, a great dinner. She's amazing uh, always with that. Uh, her parents came over, and yes, I had a uh, cupcake. Uh, but I will tell you, every every birthday cake for me is always the same. This was a cupcake version of this. It's carrot cake. Love carrot cake, but the way it's made is completely unhealthy. So I had that. Um, but then I was up again this morning at you know five o'clock in the morning at the gym on the fat machine, and uh, doing that too. So I did that. Um, so what? So what was your weight? What are you down to? Probably about uh, two twenty eight, probably somewhere in that range. So I, you've gone from two forty two to two twenty eight. Yeah, but you know, let's not be overly impressed with that because that's two. That's two forty two. You know, in the middle of the night after a big dinner and wearing clothes, in versus you know morning time. Um, but it's not, it's it's it's, tr- it's trending in the right direction. No, no, it's. it's I'll get there. I'll get there. The other thing I did is I signed back up for Swift. Brian said, you still have your Swift. Did you get your bike up and running? It is, although my Swift is expired, but I, it is back up and running. So I did that. really enjoyed that. Um, and What I really need to do is get back on the bike because, listen, part of the reason I don't run is my knees hurt so bad when I run because I'm oh, so overweight. You're old. Well, and I'm carrying probably 25 pounds that extra there. My joints don't love that. Um, and it's cold. <laughs> like I don't like yeah. being cold, and so I don't like that either. But those sound like all excuses. I feel like I need to have like a David Goggins and a radio or something like that. No, I almost sent you a Goggins yesterday. <laughs> it seems like that's what I need more than anything else. Like, it seems pretty crazy. Well, you so should God, sign explain, up for explain a what, race. Who God, I know who Goggins is, but explain who Goggins is. <laughs> he would he would be a good right brother. He, yeah, he's just like I make. If you listen to me, and I, I'm listening to myself right now, make all these excuses. I just need someone to say, "Stop making so." make excuses and just do it yeah so he's an anti-excuse guy yeah and so that's kind of what i want to talk about at this podcast uh today because i think this podcast again is prep for the next podcast so some immovable objects i think we have to have one is we have to do weekly podcasts why do you have to do weekly podcasts is it's too easy to kind of get off or take your eye off the ball or get off the 
like, oh, I'll just have this chips or whatever. But if you go, if you know you're reporting in every week, it's kind of like Weight Watchers, right? That, yeah. Like it's worse. Two is because you're putting this out in the world. Yeah. Two Maybe is it's it better. Yeah. So the negotiable is you got to do the freaking podcast. Um, and I like talking to you guys, right? And so that's gonna make that happen. And we should be and, and we should be focusing on stuff like that too. And then um I and then, you know, Kevin, you mentioned to know that we have, you know, ability to bring on a professional. And I thought that would be cool, but um I was I was thinking when I was working out that we should take advantage of this is ask that professional to kind of use us as guinea pigs. Like, you know, yeah. all right, so set a diet and an exercise regimen. Like, you have to exercise for 30 minutes or whatever that is. You have to eat this money. And, and whether we do it on MyFitnessPal or whatever, like, you, you, you stick to it. But you have to. There's, it's not negotiable. You have to do it. Um, yeah, so I have um, – so, yeah, so we'll talk a little about that. So I have a friend next – and it's next door neighbor, Megan. And if people remember, at one point we did a, a podcast um, with Zach Day, who ex-Major League Baseball player, a good friend of mine. Well, his wife is Megan and also a good friend of mine. And she is a professional health, health coach. And so um, she's been doing it for, I think, a couple of years and found success at it. She just recently ventured out and started her own business. Um, and so her and I have talked about it at a high level. Um, but definitely think maybe there's some value add to see if she'll join a podcast and then kind of the accountability part of it is say, Hey, you know, I don't know what the structure looks like, but it's another level of accountability. And I'm sure she's a professional. We're not, we're just sitting here BSing our way through this because we know what works for us to kind of let us know what we should be doing and what we should stay away from or what we should consider too. So, um, you know, I didn't have, I, I was going to reach out and I was actually texting with her with a little bit ago, but we were actually talking about food first for a playoff party tomorrow. We were talking about <laughs> this. So um, I'll touch base with her. And then that's the thing, Casey, you're right. If, if we can commit to doing this weekly, then we can schedule people. But for us, it's, Hey, do you want to do a podcast today? And two thirds of us will say, yeah. And one third will be like, no. And then we don't end up doing it. I, I won't say. Yeah, but and then also that, right. That t- but, well, um, I think each of us fall on that that trap too it wasn't like all of us jumped in and goes no no you're gonna do it we were like oh okay whatever um well yeah because we gave passes what you're saying is don't give a pass don't give a pass but i also think and this is probably a a conversation you guys aren't ready to have either is what i love to do you know i told you did you guys buy the book that um that we were supposed to go along with this podcast the um uh, spark yes yes Yes. did you start reading that at all yes um and then what'd you think yeah, I mean, I had read it before, um, but it had been a while ago, so I forgot about it. And I mean, it's, I think it's really good. I mean, I think when it comes to, especially being at 47 years old, and I and I read these type of things, it's not, it's not like complicated as to what I need to do, or maybe what society needs to do. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not hard. Um, you know, I was talking to people about like, you know, the way up and down is it, for me, it requires complete focus on doing it. And I've done it before. I've done it for long periods of time. I've done it for multiple years, but whenever there's some inevitable catastrophe in my life, that focus is gone. And then, you know, we, we, you know, you yo-yo back and forth. So, I mean, I think it's good. Um, you know, there wasn't anything I was like, wow, this is, you know, something I hadn't even considered before. I was like, yeah, it just kind of reaffirms what I already knew. Um, but yeah, and it talks a lot about the schools 
And it's true. You know, I don't want to go off on a tangent. You know, my daughter doesn't have to take physical education anymore. There's really no physical education part of her schooling at all. And she's not athletic. Um, she doesn't have a weight problem. Well, I mean, um, we don't have but... to go. I, you know, I don't want to go into depth, but I want to get into a bigger co- to- topic. So the book Spark, and then anybody who listens to this, you know, you really should go. I Brian sent this to us years ago. I read it years ago. I gave it to our uh our teachers who actually have done a lot of professional development on this, but that's not what I want to talk about with you guys. So spark a revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain. What I want to have a conversation after we get our, our health under control is um, a conversation about mental health with you guys. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Like, I think this year, the focus, you know, every year we set a goal. I think this year our focus has to be a couple of things. It has to be our, our health of our body primarily because if we can't get the foundation under control and we're out of control it's going to affect every other aspect of our life spark addresses that and reading this I, I, that's another reason i wanted to make it part of this podcast because i think it's it's going to be more than just hey let's get our weight down it's going to be let's we're 46 and 47 years old um our kids are all growing up leaving for college um you know we have a whole other stage in life and we should start thinking about the mental health as, health aspect of that because Brian is in and Kevin certainly is and I was or in careers that are highly stressful um, that are overwhelming and a lot of pressure and what taught what what I've learned recently in my my job is um, in this new job what gives me some opportunity to think a little bit more and not be constantly under the gun is you know it, it's overwhelming it takes over your life. And I don't, think, I don't think that's fair, and I don't think that's right. So I think a goal of mine, and I'm going to share this with you guys because you guys are my brothers, is get healthy, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally, and you know, start turning the page on some of those things. And some of those are going to have to be taking steps back from you know the craziness of uh, of your life. And, and, and yeah, and I I agree. And I again, I think mental health is very important. We take it very seriously, especially with our daughter. Um, not that there's any specific issue there, but I think, you know, when we were kids or, you know, we always talk about way back when, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, well, rub dirt on it and you just have to muscle through it and deal with it and, you know, kind of tuck it all away. And I don't think that was not that I had very specific issues growing up because I didn't, I loved my childhood for the most part, especially the family that we had, but I do see it a lot. And, you know, when I'm looking at my teenage daughter and the pressures of school and the pressures of college and the stories you read of just as very much, we have awareness of it. And to be honest with you, encouraging her to, to talk either with her, with her mom or with me, but then also, If she doesn't want to talk, finding her someone to talk to. And we've yeah. actually done that. Yeah. So I would agree even for myself, it's the same thing. And then yeah. I, the last thing I would say is I don't think it's an accident that we ended up here because I would say, you know, we're a product of our parents. And without a doubt, we've talked about it time and time again. The one thing that we both pulled from both of our parents is work ethic. We are extremely loyal. We are extremely hardworking and we will outwork anybody that that we're frankly, you know, up against to get to where we want to be. And that's great from a career perspective, which is why we're probably all three of us have some level of success, but maybe not so good for mental health. Yeah, totally. So, so let me let me just challenge: yeah. like, what, what's wrong with the rub some dirt on it philosophy? <laughs> I'm not Honestly, being facetious. Uh, like, what's wrong with the, What's wrong with the like? And this you know, kind like, of sorry, I started ref, you know reflecting on it, and I think um, you know a year ago, uh, you know, being a principal over COVID. I've spent, I've spent, I don't know, the last 25 years of my life running dirt on it. I, two things I would answer to that. One is, first of all, and I don't, I, 
you only get one shot at this. You only go around this world one time. So you might as well make the best of it, right? And if you're defining the best of it is what you can produce for your firm or the business you're working for or in my base, the school district, <laughs> that's a mistake. And here's why it's a mistake. And I'm not saying don't do good work. You should be doing really, they're paying you to do good work. But understand this, and here's a, a quote or a story or a quote that I heard the other day, I think 100%. If you died today, they would have your job posted by the end of the week. Right? Yeah. If you died today, they would have your job posted by the end of the week. And you shouldn't forget that because um, one of the things I learned not being a high school principal, and I, listen, then that job for the last 15 years of my life, that's all I focused on. That's all I cared about. And that was to the detriment of everything else, health, family, relationships, my brothers, everything dedicated to a community in the residents of the community. And that was great. I'm thrilled. It took five seconds to go, who's that guy again? <laughs> who's that guy again? Well, and, but here's what, yeah, I, here's what I've learned from that. It's not about that. It's about, you, you got to be a little selfish in this, right? And you got to take care of yourself, get healthy physically, get healthy mentally. And as soon as you do that, you become a better husband you become a better father, you become a better person, um, you think better, you think clearer, you're ready to take on more challenges. All those things have to happen. So this year is going to be a goal. I tell you, I'm going to tell you what my plan is. One is we got to have these podcasts. Why? Because I listen to you at Christmas time, Brian, and I, I know Kevin really well, and I see guys that are not on the verge of burnout. I don't necessarily think that's true, but are um, are not taking care of themselves physically, emotionally, and that is probably probably taking over the rest or interfering with the rest of the part of your life and, and as a brother i want to help with that and i want to help myself with that so let's get physically right let's have uh you know these weekly podcasts let's bring professionals in i think we should focus on a goal running again would be a great goal like we should be running the mini the the heart the what is it, the the marathon or the half marathon down there in cincinnati get us out running doing that and then we should be reading this book, not because it's going to help us necessarily become uh, more knowledgeable about how uh, weight affects our health, exercise affects our health. The book is about, it's very particular, how exercise affects the brain. <laughs> and I, I'm really intrigued by that because I think I'm going to use, for you guys and me, we're going to use exercise to get mentally healthy. And then I would like to, you know, once we get a little bit more healthy in March, April start bringing in some you know I have a lot of access to mental health professionals that we can bring in and start talking about this kind of stuff um you know not sappy stuff that's kind of stupid but how why this is important and then you know reflect when we come to the end of the year middle of the year of what this year's been like hey we're healthier physically healthier we're mentally healthier our relationships are better um and what has that meant for us and I think, you know, I've had an opportunity to slow down for, you know, this is the first time my, yeah, my career slow down and, so, and really reflect on So I'm on board and, and kind of just want to come back to something you said, you know, around our careers. And I don't definitely, I think 100% of it for me is more on how I perceive work in my job versus what my employer expects out of me. Um, meaning I've, I think I've met expectations or maybe exceeded expectations for most of my career, but you know, and there isn't too many things that I look back on and regret, but I do have a few huge ones and they're small. It's not like big, like, oh, I should have gone to this different college or I should have changed right. careers or done. No, it's this tiny little thing, but it sticks with me every single day, which was, you know, mom and dad lived in Syracuse and I lived in Cincinnati and Brian, you were living at Cincinnati and it was early in your career. 
and you're hustling. It's before COVID, before we all got to work for, well, some of us got to work from home. I guess that's just me in this conversation. But dad was like, hey, you know, he was staying over and with you, Brian. And he's like, hey, do you want to grab breakfast before work? And it was like 730. And I did that, you know, can't, I have to get in the office. I have to be there. There was no good reason that on that day that I can remember why I needed to be in the office at 7.30 versus having breakfast with dad. Well, I don't know why the... I made that decision, yeah. but I clearly did. And out of all the things that I go back and look at, we're like, that was so stupid. It's that specific one. And it's so small. And it wasn't fidelity. Like you need to be here at 7.30. No one would have cared. No one would say anything. But in my mind, it was that important. And it was the wrong decision. Yeah, and I didn't and, until dad passed away. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. And I think we all of us share stories like that. Um, I just think I'm real. I think I, I've been passionate about a lot of things in my life. Um, and I, and I have a tendency to get obsessive about things and I have been obsessive about things other than um, my health, my mental health, my relationships. I've been obsessive about work and what that meant. And, um, you know, given time to reflect and, you know, we're getting a little older, a lot older and going, you know what, this is, you only get around, you only get to do this once, around this world once. So let's start doing it the correct way. And so I'm going to, and and then get a chance to spend some time with you guys. I realize like one, you guys can help me hold by holding me accountable through this Two is, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I think, um, you know, especially you, Brian, like you desperately need this, like you desperately need to refocus on, uh, yourself, <laughs> Like, and not just like, oh, myself is in selfishness, like your, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, like what it means to be uh, a human being and alive and how do you enjoy that? Like some of the things you talked about, like last year I asked you, Brian, I'm like, Hey, listen, I want to go on this uh, trip where we're going to get in the, the, our car, our car and go into a bunch of different baseball stadiums. Cause we haven't done that in years and we didn't do it um, because you were too busy and we were trying to do it. And then I just was too lazy to get in my car and just go by myself. And I look back and I'm like, no, like we're not going to do that now. Like we're at an age where we got we got to look out for each other. We got to look out for ourselves. And if we do those things, we're going to become better uh, parents, uh, husbands, and honestly, employees. Like you know, there are times I'm absolutely I was absolutely miserable over the last two years. I did a, a wonderful job of leading a district through or a building through COVID, but I was miserable through that. Um, and I'm not going to do that anymore. And I think I'm going to be better because of it. Hopefully. And hopefully you guys can kind of hold me accountable through that. Hopefully um, we can make this happen. Hopefully in a year from now we look back and go, we're better at all these aspects because of this. But who knows? We'll so see. so Brian asked the question of what's wrong with rubbing dirt on it. We didn't really give Brian to, to kind of counter that point. So Brian, so what what is your, your counter to that or the rubbing dirt on it? You obviously were thinking of something. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm obviously a type A person and I'm a press hard person and probably, I mean, you guys are gonna have to drag me through this. Right. Cause like, I don't, um, you know, there's a lot that's got to get done and there's a lot that has to get done to get where we want to go. And, um, we're going to have to work, not for you. I'm not talking about you guys. Like, we're going to have to work hard to get there. And I'm, and, I, and I'm less like, I'm not in a slow down mode. Yeah. I'm it, more in the what else can I do here? And, you know, like, listen, like I'm in a different part of my life than you guys are. Like I, you know, I take this seriously in this way. Um, you know, I, I'm a owner of my business and, you know, I have 17 lawyers and 35 
total employees. Those employees all have families and all have kids that like to send those kids to college and they like to have a nice middle class life. And it's on me to make sure that we build an organization that if they do what they need to do to be successful in the organization, that I can make that happen. And so, like, I, I feel a lot of responsibility for that. Yeah. And it's going to be, um, listen, and listen, you can do both simultaneously. You know, there's no doubt. Like, you can get mentally healthy and, um, and be a better boss probably too, right? Being mentally, more mentally healthy. I bet you, I've never been in your necessarily, well, I've worked with you over the years, but I got to imagine, you know, all that pressure and all that unhealthiness and all that has to weigh down on your leadership style too. Probably, yeah. probably more well, likely to, so, probably not leading from a, leading from a place hot. that's leading from a place that is, um, that's, that's not leading from a place of frustration. Yeah. Right. Like that's a better way to say it versus like leading, like leading. Mm-hmm. So, well, and so I think, you know, and you know, I think back of, it was interesting. So I was going back and looking at the health app because you can, I can see my weight all the way back to whenever we started wearing the Apple watch, which is in 2015 or 16. And you're like, Oh, and then you can kind of think back of that time period. And 2017 and 18 were, and so I'm obviously still in my forties, were probably the healthiest I'd ever been in my life, meaning my weight, energy. But I think back of to work and everything going on, you know, Brian, you had given us those daily planners, which by the way, I tried to find to order a new one and I couldn't remember the name of it. So I have to get that from you. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, I was, you know, kind of journaling in some type of yeah. way in a very tiny way. But all of these things that I was doing, I was like, and I think it all started with, you know, my physical health. And it went from there. When when physically I felt good, then I felt good emotionally. When I felt good emotionally, then I felt, you know, optimistic. Work can have some things where, you know, I'm not going to pretend that that's not true because I definitely had work situations in my past where, you know, working on a very, very important project that went on for months and months and months and getting the install in and basically exhaling. And then not, you know, I don't talk about work with Mara, but she was like, oh, the install went in. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, thank God, because you've been an asshole for three months. Not even realizing that my work and what I was doing and not even talking to Mary about what I was doing, but the pressure I felt was actually, she was noticing it. She's like, yeah, you've been a complete ass for three months. And I was like, wow, I can trace this back to when I started and when this got installed at work and just being aware of it. So I agree. You know, I've the things when you're in your forties, I don't know what kind of wisdom you have when you're in your sixties or seventies, but we clearly have more wisdom now in our upper forties than we did in our twenties. And so, you know, it's self-aware of it. And, I, and, I'm, and we, we may be wrong, Brian, but here's what I would tell you in this. Like one, you got to make the choice to commit. And we'll talk about what that, what that commit, what that ask is. And then two, like, come on now, we're not married to this. Like you, if we get to the end of the year and you're like, holy crap, man, I'm, I'm a, I'm a worse husband. I'm a worse father. I'm a worse boss. I'm not as successful. Then you can go screw it. I'm going to go back and eat chips and work, you know, 75 hours, 80 hours, a hundred hours a week. And, um, you know, you can go back to doing that. But what I, the ask here is this, that if we're going to do this and I think we're going to do this, if we're going to do this, we commit to a year and go, let's see what happens. And what is it? What is the ask weekly podcast to hold yourself accountable one chapter a week that you actually read 
Not that, and I know Brian, you kind of you read a lot and you read fast, so do I, and so does Kevin. But you actually like you can't go on. I don't to read cha- fast. Well, don't go don't on to chapter that. two until we talk about chapter one. We're gonna, and then, um, and then let's bring some professionals on. Like we have access to a nutritionist and somebody that does this for a living. Follow their advice um, the, the best you can. Let's not be ridiculous. Like if it's your birthday and you have a cupcake, okay. I mean, okay, <laughs> cake, cupcake. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's okay. Um, but you know, let's get back to what we were doing before where certainly I'd love to run, uh, go back and start running these, um, half marathons or five K's or whatever were reasonable, but also like, I used to really love riding our bikes, like getting back and riding our bikes for 30, 40, 50 miles when we did that. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the year, let's mark it down, uh, next year, next January, December, we're going to go, okay, you know, did I commit to this? Um, did I really commit to this or did I just kind of like talk a good game? Uh, did I do it? Am I healthier? Do I feel better? And then am I better? Am I better? Am I better, better human being? I don't know. Maybe we get to the end of it and we go, no, no none of that was true. But I don't yeah. think so. I don't. Really it's a social so. experiment. So, so I can commit. So, so let's commit to doing a podcast next weekend. We certainly have to wait to see how the football playoffs turn out here this next two days, depending on what day we do it. And I'm not talking about the Cleveland Browns. Um, And then I will commit that unless Megan doesn't want to do it, but I think she does or she's not available to getting the guest. And I think the biggest obstacle to it wasn't that Megan didn't do that. Talk about it. She's like, sure. And then you're like, you know, I can't tell her 15 minutes before we're going to do it. Hey, you want to join this podcast and say, okay, we're going to do it. No, no, I get that. And yeah, here, so here's what I would tell her Saturday when she comes morning, on. And when she, when she or, comes on, here's what I tell her. And I don't know Megan other than I've, I've probably met her uh, once or twice. But anybody in this scenario that you, this is what you're doing for a living, right? This is your expertise. You got three people and you're starting out. You're starting off, right? You're, you're not, you're not, from what I can tell, totally established within that building or your that business. You got three people that are just going to go and do and be obsessive about it. You're going to have weekly check-ins where you have the ability to check in. And then at the end of the year, if it works, great. Like, people should find and seek you out because what you do clearly works. If it doesn't work, well, you know, join the rest of the list of health professionals who the long-term success rate for a lot of these things are not great. So, I don't know. I think there's some benefit there, too. I would love to reach out and talk to her. I'll be talking to her tomorrow, so we can definitely get something at least started or set up. Um. You see, okay, Brian's so, quiet. Brian's like, I'm not in. Brian, this. no. He's Casey like, oh. Monopoly and, and Brian. Brian's been like, I'm never doing. He's gonna get off this. Be like, I'm out, tapped out. Kind of <laughs> like before, where you did it, Casey. Where you're like, I'm not doing podcasts ever again. Screw you guys. Yeah, well, yeah. Th- there was good reason why because you know it was just ammunition for people to kind of career suicide. Probably that's not what this is. No, but, and I don't know. Listen, Brian, you don't want to do it. You can go. Hey, I don't want to do it. But I, listen, say now, like. Like if you, if you don't want to do it, then say, I don't want to do it. Well, wow. I mean, I, I look at it more like, let's see how this goes. Um, I mean, I'll do like, I'll do the, you know, I'll participate in the podcast. I will, you know, listen to the health advice. I will, I mean, I certainly want to start running again. So I'm going to do that. And like, I want to ride and I'm going to do that. That's all the plan. Like I don't, and then maybe the outcomes are the outcomes that you're expecting them to be. Um, I think, uh, I told Kevin, you know, briefly, uh, we talked on the phone this morning 
um, just he called. I don't know where you're heading. And I'm like, all right, let's try to do a podcast. And I'm like, I don't know if Brian will jump on. He's super busy. He's probably at work. And then, you know, whether we were going to do it or not. But I made this statement there. I think it's true. That Brian might be the uh, control group to find out if it doesn't work. He's the placebo. <laughs> He'll be the, well, if the you don't do this, this is what is, happens to you. The funny thing about it is while Brian's quiet, most of my motivation of like the competition between the three of us has stemmed from Brian. Brian's oh, totally. been the one for like when people were like, how did you wake up at 4.30 a.m.? Oh, yeah. For two straight years. And the truth was, Brian said, having 90 days. Like, if you commit something to 90 days, it becomes habit. Right. And I was like, fine. Brian's full of shit, but whatever. And then I basically set my alarm for 4.30 for 90 days. And by the time I got to about 90 days, I was like waking up on my own and going into the gym. And then people were shocked. I was like, I don't know. It's kind of what I do. And of course, I think I, that's when I dislocated my shoulder or COVID or ran into something where, you know, it just it ended. But some of the positive things that I've done in terms of the competition between three of us to stem from Brian, where he's been like, no, it's like, just do it. Like when we talk about working out, it's funny when we're not working out, all three of us will tell us And Casey, when you had your previous job, you were just as bad as Brian. Well, I can't because I got to do got to be at the school volleyball game. Worse. But when we're working uh, I mean, out, I think we back to, I think back that to that time. All, Worse, it's we freely admit that as an excuse. Like, if you want to do it, you can find time. It's not easy, but if you wanted, if you want to exercise, you can carve out thirty minutes either in the morning or sometimes in the middle of the day, or honestly, nine o'clock at night. It is possible to do. And when we're in that mode, we're like, yeah. Anyone who says they can't do it because they're busy, it's an excuse, and it kind of is. But when we're not working out, all three of us are like, you don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I'm busier it, than the rest of the world. Here's the truth, like you know. I'm just doing this for, you know, losing weight and getting healthy and mentally healthy because I, I'm an incredibly selfish human being and I want to be happy. And I can tell you, um, in this job I've had, the job I had and the journey I had, it's only recently that I realized like, holy crap, man, the happiness I drew from my last 20 years is the success of watching kids, grad not my own kid, but watching other kids graduate and get, and get, scholarships and be successful and i was like dude at that at the detriment of everything at a detriment of everything so i was like you know what like all right we're gonna we're so, going to so that's your motivation so that's yeah. good and i think we all can a different so that's not my motivation to do this at all i mean i actually think i'm a pretty good dad and i've done a pretty good job of balancing everything out of not that you guys aren't but i'm like i think, well, I do I think it'd be interesting job. to do like a, a 360 survey right at the end of this thing to go <laughs> all right yeah I, I think i'm a pretty good dad well i it was one no, recently that I realized where, that no, not probably not. Um, no, so that's just not my motivation because I'm like, if I grade myself in terms of my relationship with Charlie, A minus, probably not an A plus, but going to the doctor scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, so going to the doctor where I was like, he came back and he's like, okay. And he, I'm on my third blood pressure medication. So what does that tell you? If I have three blood pressure medications to get it to normal, what it was for probably the last year. So that's scary. Be that he's like, well, you really got to stop on the sugar because you're pre-diabetic. B, that I'm at the heaviest weight that I'd been. I'm not, you know, I guess I technically would, ob would be obese. I don't know if people would label me as significantly overweight, but I was the heaviest I've ever been where I'm like, I want to be around to see Charlie graduate college or maybe get married someday. And going to that doctor's visit was that wake up where I'm like, you're not going to be if you continue down this path. And that is 100% my motivation here. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I have to find accountability to do it in order to not fall off that wagon and go, okay, you know, here you are again, just throwing caution to the wind and eating two birthday cakes, let alone <laughs> one birthday cake. Well, it's going to be an experiment, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and listen, part of my motivation, Brian, is dragging you along to it. Yeah, I'm dragging you to it. Like, I want to, I want to certainly exercise, eat healthier, but I want to, I want to, uh, I want to go on trip. We should be going. We used to, before COVID, we went on one trip every year, right? Yep. We need to do that again. Like one trip every year, non-negotiable. I saw like Brian and I talked about, we were at your house uh, out of Cleveland. They were going to fly directly to Dublin. And I don't know if they're, I haven't heard more about that, but I, I saw something that if you go to Pittsburgh, they fly directly to London and you can get, I looked at tickets. The tickets aren't terrible. It'd be cool to do that too. You know, like, all right. You've been to London, right? Yeah. Twice. So that'd be cool. Not like I had any idea like how to get around or anything, but like, I think that'd be cool too. Like stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we've done the, yeah, the trips that we've done before COVID, the New York city trip that we did to watch Syracuse get their asses handed to them by Notre Dame. We went to Chicago, got really good, you know, baseball tickets, went to Boston. So we haven't done that in several years. COVID's part of it. Then part of it is, yeah, where we're like, Hey, let's do this. And one of the three of us is like, no, you don't understand how busy I am. And you're like, okay. Uh, no, I, I know how busy you are, but all right. Well, I mean, no, I'm not saying I am. I'm saying the one. No, no, no. I'm, even for myself, saying. I'm like, I know how busy I am. I just didn't make it a priority. Everything else came before that. And so I'm like, all right, we'll see if that happens. And, you know, and I, we talk, everybody talks like this. Like we talk like this. And then, uh, you know, three weeks to a month to six weeks from now, you know, all hell can break loose. You know, any of any one of our lives and all this becomes mute and we're on to different stuff. So it may happen. So it may it, here's the, because you said in Christmas, Casey, you like you wanted to run five Ks. Yeah. Well, only because that holds yourself accountable, right? Because you got to yeah. start and finish it. That's my best. I, I literally hate to run. I hate yeah. it. But, um, so, but like then, you know, I mean, I invited you to a few and yeah. you never wanted to go and you, you said no. And I told you to meet you in Columbus or come down here. Yeah. And you never did it. So what's different now than that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're right. I thought about that same too. I'm like, all right, like it's not as easy so, as this one five k. I invited you two weeks ago to go to a UD game on a Friday night. Yeah, you didn't do that. Nah, couldn't. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Well, it's an interesting career thing. You know why I couldn't? Is there's a big storm coming through here, and I would have been the first snow day I ever called, and I was like, shit, like I have to, like I can't. I wanted, I was really wanting to go down to Dayton to see this game. Mm. But I was like, this is going to be our first snow day, and I have no idea what I'm doing. And so um, we had them calling a snow day on Friday. So super interesting, super stressful. Um, so that's like my daily life, right? So like – No, yeah. I mean, well, listen, without excuse. No, that no, – well, listen, as you guys talk about that, like, well, okay. Like, I don't know. How many – I come down to Cincinnati or Dayton five, six, seven times a year. Right. Mm. Well, that's an exaggeration. Maybe this year. You haven't been down there for the last three years. You haven't been down here five or six times. How many times have you been to my house, Kevin? Oh, five or six times. Uh, and I've been in this house for 22 years. Yeah. yeah. How many times you been in Cleveland at a court case, Brian, where you're like, oh, maybe I'll call you and we will go out to dinner. And then days go by and I'm like, oh, I wonder how his court case went. Yeah, that's hard, though. Yeah, well, it's like calling, <laughs> calling a snow day, right? It's hard, right? Like, I get it. I get it. But in the same token, like, 
all right, man, five times in 22 years, man. All right, good, good job. <laughs> like, I get it. I understand. But are we either going to turn the page or at the end of the year go, oh, yeah, same stuff, man. No, I, the large part is, like, it's, I'm trying to understand, like, what's going to be different now. It's probably not. Hmm. <laughs> what do you mean what's going to be different? I'm not going to be as fatter by the end of the year. That'll be different. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm committed to this. Like every, you have to find your own motivation. Yeah, I think also Casey's like got, probably the pod. If we do the podcast every week, at least we can hold each other accountable. Yeah, I mean, everyone, you can draw from your own reasoning. So my reasoning to doing and committing to this, I don't disagree with anything Casey is saying. I agree on everything in terms of hanging out with you and everything else. You know, and listen, it probably will fail, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to try. But it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't, I don't have to draw from Casey's motivation. I know that Casey has one. I'm drawing from, I told, just told you what my motivation was. So if I have to do a podcast every week to kind of get me to where I need to be in terms of health, then I'm committed to doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to like, you know, in case of the family is there's always improvement we can do. And I'm not saying that I always had the, you know, we're all, we've been married for a while and you have your ups and downs and you have your trials and tribulations, but you know, COVID in some situations actually changed the family dynamic in a positive because I spend more time with Charlie or I'm home every day when Goofy gets off the bus and, you know, I get him on the bus. And that's for me, things that have actually changed for the positive um, because I work at home for everything but one week. But it doesn't really matter if I'm not around five years from now. Right. So my goal is to be around to do whatever nothing would make me happier to find myself you know at 55 years old maybe six years old retired and you the three of us go into the red spring training whenever we want to do but if i'm not around it's not doesn't really make a difference so um that's my motivation so that's why i'm committed to doing this i'll do the podcast every week and you know i think once you get into the routine once i get in the routine it'll be like normal and i'll find out ways and even running i despise running 10 times more than casey does brian knows that but as i'm working out more and more over the past month i kind of look at the treadmill i'm like eh, maybe i could squeeze in a 5k where if you ask me december i'm like i'm never doing a 5k again so you know give me a little time but i'm probably back on the running bandwagon here in another month well so the 5K, the Cincinnati frozen 510K is on the 4th of February. So that's right. 24 days. And it's a it's it's a 10 k No, right? it's the 4th of February. It's two weeks from now. It's 14 days. Saturday? And it's a 10. They don't have a 5K. It's a 10K. They have a 5K and a 10K. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sign Hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking at the calendar. Funny. I'm looking at the calendar. I just want to see. I'll run whatever one you guys want to run. I'll run them every day. But you know, I I'll I'll commit to the 5K. Man, we did that. We did the 10K, and it was fun. But I felt like we got lucky when we did it because Brian wasn't it. It was relatively nice weather for February when we did that run. Yeah, I signed up when they canceled it before too, because it's been so cold. Sometimes, well, even the mini heart, which is done in early March, can be. So um, when we get off here, I I will strongly strongly consider <laughs> doing the 5k I, because again it's accountability and even if i can't run the whole thing starts um, at nine o'clock on saturday morning in cincinnati in cincinnati yeah. 
downtown Cincinnati. Coliseum. I did the 10K with Brian, and it actually was one of those days where I think it was. I mean, it was. So, are morning. you going to do it or not? Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. All right. Do if it. Casey's doing it, I'm doing it. I'll go out there and register right after this. No, you don't need It's free for you guys. I'll register you. Excellent. How much <laughs> is it? I'll then I'll then know you. You don't have to Venmo me. Can I, I? I would wear my 2000, whenever it's 16, 17, 18, uh, Frozen Four shirt, but I don't know that I can fit into it. All right, I'm in. If Casey's coming down, I'm in. All right, and then we'll do the next one in Cleveland, and I'm sure you'll find your way up here. I will. I've done two in Cleveland already. <laughs> I know. I, if Brian commits to going up to Cleveland, and as long as it's not something that's a, you know. I, I wanted to actually pick you guys up and go to the Bengals game tomorrow. Yeah. Buffalo. Oh, it's in Buffalo? Yeah. Right, that's man. just like a stone's throw for Casey. I don't know. Because, like, I, the, the reason we didn't do it last week is because I went to the game. Yeah. How was that? It was awesome. That had to be awesome. Were awesome. you in the end zone? Were you in the end zone where the turnover happened? Uh, no, I was on the opposite side, and I was about the forty-yard line. Yeah, I saw the picture. I forgot. I meant to call you about that. I was like, "Damn, he went to a, arguably the best game that's ever been at that field." Are you guys gonna go on? I couldn't even stomach watching it because this is all about being honest. Full disclosure here: I was watching it with Mara. And I was getting mad and they marched down the field and I was like, I can't watch this. And so Micah needed to go to bed. I went and put Micah in bed and I went to the bedroom and Mara goes, you should have not gone to bed. And then Are I found out. You watch it? Uh, no. So then, well, I found out what happened because I basically turned on my phone and I told Mara, well, maybe it was me saying I give up and going upstairs for oh, the right. superstitious thing. Exactly that. that. Yeah. <laughs> to do it. So then I watched the rest of the game from the bed on my phone opposed to the TV. Yeah. Um, if it was only that easy, they would win every year because we just sent Kevin to bed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. You're going to go to bed well, tonight or tomorrow? I, well, no, I'm going over uh, Megan and Zach. So now I'll, they're going to lose. And it's going to yeah. be all your fault. Yeah. No, because last year, I'm even cooking the same meal that I did last year because last year I was over their house for almost all the playoff games. So, how, how um, come, what? Nothing. Uh, the reflection is as uh, we, we always tell the story of their life. We're always the main character, and everybody else is. <laughs> 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 like, if you if you ever got to the conclusion, like, dude, you're like, no, I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not the reason the Bengals <laughs> no, went to the Super Bowl. You're not the main character in the story. I actually usually tell people that I get I get when people are like, we won. I'm like, no, we didn't win. They won. You didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, I get zero credit. Zero credit. No, literally. <laughs> Although I will say, you know, now that there's gambling is, is legal in Ohio, you yeah. know, there's a little bit more <laughs> there's a little bit more energy behind all the playoff games for me. Still zero credit. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't do anything. I will say, like, um if you know like Casey was just saying, like, go catch a plane in Pittsburgh and go to London. Like, which one of us, I would be down for that. And you could tell me, like, on a Wednesday, and I'd go on a Friday. Yeah. But, like, there's some of us that wouldn't be like that. No, I need to play. I need to get things on the calendar. I have weddings. I have, you know, the, believe it or not, I had a wedding the second week. I will be in July on two weekends. I'll be down in Florida dropping off Charlie and picking up Charlie. So, 
it's not that I won't do it. I just need to get it on the calendar. Basically, say I'm I'm not doing anything else because I'm going on a trip with Brian and Casey. Doing on a whim, I legitimately either one of two things happens: either we already have something planned as a family, or Mara has plans, which means I have to watch Micah. All right. Well, here's what the plan is. The plan is podcast next week. When is it? What time is it? When is it? Well, it'll be Saturday or Sunday. We're committing it will happen next weekend. Okay. All right. And, and then, and then, and then the and we 5K on the, a Saturday after that. Yeah. Okay. You're actually being signed up right now. So. All right. You are. Uh, you're in. God, right. it's going to be painful. I, and, better uh, I better go back to work out and start running. Yep. And then one chapter a week. One chapter a week. What are we reading? What's that? What are we reading? Uh, Spark. 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 I've already read Spark. Yeah, so one, was, well, I read it a long time ago, too. You're ahead well, of I read game. it. I, this is, I read it two weeks ago when you said read the book. <laughs> well, yeah, we're supposed to do a podcast about it. Yeah. Yeah. I but Brian it. wasn't feeling well. I had a headache. Was that the <laughs> headache? <laughs> Here's the funny thing about this podcast. We don't have it on video, which is fine. But if people could see the video of our faces when someone says something. Even better, if someone could tell what I was thinking like right now. Like, there were, like, like not only a video, but one of those little things they have in the in the uh in the comics books where they can the like bubbles. right off with the bubbles. <laughs> like we would be the worst at poker in the bluff. <laughs> Yeah. What was that one? All right. All right. We got to go anyways. What was that one comedian? They were like the alternative personality that would deal with Obama. And they would, he would just come out next to him. Oh, just... it was Key and Peel. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So podcast next weekend, we're running. We can do, we can talk about the fro. It's called the frozen well, 5k or 10k uh, hosted by the Cyclones in downtown Cincinnati. So we're signed up, uh, snow, rain, whatever we're doing it. Uh, I'm committed. Um, I can't commit yeah. that I'll be able to run the whole thing, but I'll be there. We'll do it. Yeah, run a 5K. I don't know. I'm just getting back. Hey, dude, give me some slack. Yeah, I'm just getting back into it. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. All right, guys. All right. We'll see you next week. Yeah, that's good. Hey, I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs>